dude, I, I remember you. You are all business. <laughs> I was I was talking to Mark before we started. Seven o'clock hit middle middle sentence. Start. Oh man. So how you been? I know we talk every day. Swamped, but. man. Just absolutely well. We almost talk every day since you've had your new job. That's not necessarily the case. We tend to we tend to touch base at least once a day. Yeah. Hey, Margo, yeah good to see you. Caitlin, how are you? Uh thanks for coming on. Um yeah, hey, by the long. way, let me let me show Margo something since you bring her up. Okay. Merry Christmas. I don't I don't I don't get the joke. Is that it's not it's not even Advent yet. Much less Christmas. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You modernist. Um, hey, Sean, good to see you in the in the chat there. Uh, no, for those of you who don't know, about a month ago, I started at a new law firm um, uh, adjudicating cr criminal misdemeanors, defending uh, defendants, and um, <clears throat> this job is absolutely kicking my butt. <laughs> or are you kicking butt? I don't know, man. I feel like I make a, 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 a mistake every once in a while. Of course, I guess we all do, but yeah, but no, it's just, it's very fast paced. It's a lot of work and, um, I have not had as much free time. Um, that will not necessarily always be the case. It's just been particularly busy. Hey, Angela, good to see you. Uh, how you been, man? I've been pretty good. Um, Nothing new and exciting, really. Um, yeah, the, I'm drinking black, a black and tan right now. Yeah, I'm about, I'm about three uh, bourbon and cokes deep, so don't expect and much see, tonight. And see, I've got this Guinness, <laughs> but it's got like a Texas theme on it. Nice, that's the cool. Where's that? Huh? Guinness, um, <laughs> one of those Irish Texans. Um, yeah, no, I it, I gotta tell you, man, these last couple of months it's been really difficult to practice religion for me. Oh, by the way, before, before we start, you want to start with our prayer real quick and then we get into. I just tell your, Jason, uh, it's difficult for me to be religious. He's like, well, you want to, you want to pray real quick? This guy, this guy, see what I deal with. But see, <laughs> but see, prayer is a quick way to bring you back. It is. It is indeed. Uh, yeah. So join along with us. Let's say a quick prayer to the Holy ghost uh, for enlightenment and guidance. In nomine Patris, Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Vini Sancti Spiritus, repletor accorda fidelium, et tuia morisene signi macende. Imite Spiritum tuum et creabuntur, et renovabis faciem terre. Oremos. Deus qui corda fidelium, Sancti Spiritus, illustrazioni docuisti, da nobis in iodum spiritu recta sapere, et de eos semper conciliazione gadere, per Christum Dominum nostrum. Amen. Vini Patris, et Fili, et Spiritus Sancti. And Jason, just like that, you're right, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. I've got this peaceful feeling now that it's kind of nice. Good job. So, so bourbon and prayer are a good mix. <laughs> yeah, well, I tell you what. Uh, I, I, by the, the way, are are we allowed to play uh, pray in Latin since we're no longer tradmen? Of course, man. That's our look. I, mean, I guess for those I of us in the Roman Rite, let me spoil it for you. For those of us in the Roman Rite, which is the biggest chunk of the church you can think of. That's our liturgical language. They have no right to take that from you. <laughs> Quo but I mean, I, I guess text cathedra is. Uh, yeah, that is Latin. Latin. Or is right? it it's, cathedra? It's I don't even know how to Texas say it. Latin. <laughs> so, oh, but anyway, you were you were um, nailed it. Yeah, well, she's she's converted me into a modernist. <laughs> Um, so you were saying about, you were getting kind of serious with your, Oh no, I was just thinking life. like, it's been, it's been, yeah. Mark's like Mark Jewish. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, it's been difficult for me. It's been, it's been hard to find God in the Catholic church for me lately. You know, I'm not saying just, he's not there just with it's everything just, going on or what? I don't know. It's yeah. I mean, the, and maybe it's always been like this. Like there's part of me that wonders, I don't think maybe we feel any different than the people who live through the Borgeses or, uh, you know, the other, the Medici's or, I mean, some pretty scandalous things have gone on in the, in the office of the throne of Peter. You can't deny that. Oh yeah, for sure. So, you know, there's been people in the past who've been like, dude, Vatican though. <laughs> 
So I don't know. Maybe it's nothing new, but it certainly is. It, it, it wears on you, man. You know? It just never lets up. And it's, it's just one damn thing after another, you know? You know, we talked we talked about it the other day, but something that has uh, lifted my spirits, especially religiously, is I just started what three days ago. Really doing it wasn't supposed to start till Advent, but everybody else in the group was already doing it, so I was like, mm-hmm. "Well, I might as well start now." But um, there's a little group, and, and I added you to it um, on on Twitter, where it's kind of an accountability group to pl- uh, pray the Divine Worship Daily Office from the Ordinary. Hmm. So I've been praying that, praying that each day. Yesterday, uh, the morning prayer had the Athanasian Creed, which I've never read before, and it That's was actually, I mean, it's, it, it, it's it, it's a beautiful, it's a simple prayer, but very beautiful. And it's where did you get? I mean, where did you long. get a copy of the Ordinary? It's breviary. So um, actually, I got to get one. Okay, so a couple things on that. <laughs> from my understanding, you can order the Commonwealth edition, which comes from England. Or you can buy one, the North American edition, which the um, the cathedral here sells at the shrine shop. No kidding. And I'm going. Okay, that's it. That's what so, I want. So I was going to pick up one, but I don't have one yet. But there's a website. Um, let me make sure I'm giving the name right. It's Prayer. Uh, let me see. I'll, uh, let's see. What language do they do? They just pray in English, I it's, guess, right? It's how do they say it? Sacro English, right? yeah, high, 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 like high middle English, right? Yeah. So prayer dot covert c o v e r t dot org, okay. and it has it has morning even prayers from their um from their book. So Very I mean, cool. it's it's kind of a, a different change, a little bit from your from the other daily offices and and liturgy of the hours and all that. But it's actually been I've actually really enjoyed it. And then I've had another problem that I think is the bigger problem than everything that's going on in the church. And that is, have you, do you ever get to a point where you just sort of notice that you refuse to confront your own sinfulness? Like you, you get uh, prideful or you get, you get, a shame, you get ashamed to go to confession. And it's like, why are you ashamed to go to confession? What are you, who do you think you're hiding from exactly? You know, I've been, I've been yeah. thinking that to myself, like, you know, come on. Yeah, you're you're like Adam hiding in the garden. You're not fooling anybody, you know. <laughs> well, I was. It, 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 oh, by the way, this prayer.covert.org. That's just a website for anybody that was interested. Very cool. Um, but no, that, like we were talking the other day, we kind of had a little bit of discussion on here, and and I know recent, you know, maybe a couple months ago, I had to go to confession for for a sin, and I was, you know, I was rightfully ashamed of it, right? Like I should be, but for some reason, this sin just had me really nervous to go to confession because I really thought I was going to like, I was going to be ripped into for some reason. Like my father's not going to be kind to me this time. Completely wrong. Walked out of there feeling relieved, feeling better, feeling forgiven. It and teaches father, us and so father, much, doesn't it? Yeah. And yeah. And father gave me um, really good advice, you know, I mean, uh, and, uh, and wasn't, you know, he was firm, but he wasn't harsh. I, I wasn't like leaving crying or mad or whatever, you know? Um, so it was actually really nice, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think sometimes we, we I, I think that feeling we have when we don't want to go to confession is because maybe it's pride, but it's also sometimes I think, cause we feel like we're unforgivable. Yeah. And I, I think that's one of the beautiful things that confession actually does for us is it, it sort of teaches us what it's like to receive God's mercy, which in turn makes you want to give it to others. I mean, there's just something about it that is uh, very contagious. And um, I was thinking back to what what we were just talking about in the Garden of Eden. I mean, what's the first thing that Adam does after he commits the sin? He go, he runs and hides. Yeah. You know, he, 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 and I think when I, you know, when I when we stay away from confession for too long, we're running and hiding, but we're not hiding from anybody. No, you know, but that's always the first step is I can't be forgiven. I'm too ashamed. Yeah. You know, I, I because I believed I was better than this. You ain't better than nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> we are fallen creatures, and I've been sort of not wanting to face that. You know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think that's um, part of human nature is not wanting to acknowledge your faults or acknowledge that you're 
that you failed. You know, I mean, no, nobody likes to acknowledge your failure because when you sin, ultimately, it's, it's a failure on your part, right? It's true. Um, so. That's true. Yeah, and I think there's something uh, sanctifying about admitting to yourself, at least, and then you know, to God that you're fallen. Like you, you have a yeah. fallen nature, and it needs to be, <clears throat> it needs to be fixed with sanctifying grace, obviously, but. I and think see, sometimes that's, it just get you. You get to the point where you're like, "No, I'm I'm finally above it all," and that's yeah. when God lets you know you ain't above nothing, man. <laughs> oh, like if 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 you're so confident, where like that's why I kind of cringe when people go, oh, "I would never do this." That's the first step into doing what you say you'll never do. You know, um, yeah. you know, there's there's more humble ways to acknowledge something that you don't think you would do. But, you know, um, talking about when you mentioned when you go to confession, there's something you didn't say refreshing, but saying, uh, how did you say like you when you go to confession, not only do you hear your sins, you know, it's, it's an accountability, but you also get the. Get to leave knowing, OK, I've heard the words of of Jesus say you are for, you know, you are forgiven. Right. And that's just something that <clears throat> that as a Protestant and Protestants always miss out on. And I think they miss that part of confession because when they they seem to focus on, well, you know, I only confess my sins to God, which which there's there's um, there's falsities in that that way of thinking. But they're also missing out that, OK, well, if I sin and I just pray to God, but I never say those sins out, there's a bigger impact when you have to verbally acknowledge your sins to a priest and then and then when you leave and he says you know he absolves you of your sins it's i mean it's a feeling that you can't really explain in the sense that okay i never got this before i would just pray for god to forgive me and that was it but i never really felt an inner peace or an inner um where where, where i felt better leaving right because it was just like Oh, please forgive me for this. The end, right? But it's all in your head. If um, that. I mean, one of the things I've told people who said, yeah, I'm very uncomfortable with the idea of confession. How can I confess my sins to a priest? And I would, I, my theory on this is it's not really the priest that the glare from these glasses driving me nuts. It's not really the priest you're afraid to confess to. You're afraid to say it out loud because mm -hmm. ultimately you refuse to admit it to yourself. And that's yeah. the real problem here. And And there's nothing... There's nothing like saying it out loud. Even if it's a go alone in a room where there's nobody in there and say your sins out loud, it is just as uncomfortable as it is to be in the booth because it's not the priest you're afraid to confess to. No. And God not, already knows not, what you've done. So you're it's not, not the exactly, priest that you're confessing it to either. Right. Ultimately, you've sinned against God. There's all sin is against God. So that's ultimately who you're confessing your sins to. And, out loud verbally. and and while it's good to confess your sins to the lord our lord commands us who did he command us to confess to confess your sins to one another yeah whoa hang on now you know what, what that <clears throat> that had to have gone over like a like a wet noodle when he said that <laughs> you know i'm sure the apostles were like yes i can confess my sins to god and oh and to uh, one another oh I can say well. I can say that I, I'm thankful. <laughs> I'm thankful that we don't do the public confessions anymore. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But I, you think, know, I think it's, you know we used to have to do that in in my Protestant group growing up. If really? you had a public, if you had a public a, a sin of a of a public nature, especially of what we would call as Catholics a grave nature, yeah, you had to go. Um, you had to go confess, and I won't get into the details of it too much. But one of the mo one of the worst times I've I've ever seen, where like my stomach just like kind of dropped. This this girl went went forward, right? Okay, and she she confessed some of her her sins of a sexual nature with another. Boy. She called that boy out by name in her conf Whoa. in her confession, and he was sitting right over there. And you talk about. Ooh, like I mean, I was uncomfortable, <laughs> so I'm thankful I don't have to worry about that with my sins. You know, as far as confessing, oh, confession goes, fascinating. <laughs> How interesting! Oh, man, 
Now, now, when I was in the monastery, we used to do this thing called fraternal correction. It's not quite confession because you don't really confess your sins to one another. But if somebody did something in a way that was not in accordance with our constitutions or if somebody didn't obey a particular rule out of charity, you would point it out to your brother. Yeah. And the only thing he was allowed to say in return was, thank you, brother. And it was a radical act of charity. I will, that was, those were uncomfortable. I did not enjoy that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what? I think, I, I think maybe we could take a lesson from that, that when somebody does call us out, just say thank you instead of, because what do we do a lot of times? We try to justify. Yeah. You know, when they, when they call I know us, I do. well, oh, I, I do it all the time. Absolutely. Um, it was so. the, it wasn't me. It was the woman you gave me. She gave me yeah, this exactly. apple. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And I think we're really good about doing stuff like that. I know I am. I got to thinking today about um, the idea of the, the, the husband and father being the spiritual head of the household and how that upsets people sometimes when they hear that, like, you know, we, we've negated women's existence within the home or something like that. And I thought, you know, every man I know who is married or, or who has children or, or is just married um, takes that takes the weight of that seriously assumes an awesome responsibility. I don't know a single guy who's like, I'm Lord over the house and everybody has to do what I say. Instead, it terrifies you because the formation of your children, your wife's spiritual formation and spiritual guidance man that falls on you and every every ever since the day i got married anytime i missed mass and my wife didn't go too yeah she's going to have to answer for not attending mass for sure but you better believe jesus is going to have a thing or two to say to me where where were you where were you you know so no i agree it's it's an awesome responsibility and the more spiritual authority you assume in the church, the higher up you get on the hierarchy, the lonelier it gets and the more awesome the responsibility gets. And I was thinking that it it's gotta be terrible to be the Pope. That has to be the worst thing that can happen to a man is to become the Pope. Think of that responsibility. Holy cow, man. That <laughs> Yeah. I would, you're, 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 I would you're not only I was going to say, you're not only responsible for, um, oh, sorry. Hey, prepping for heaven. Haven't, haven't, I guess hey, we haven't seen see anybody it. in a we while. Haven't seen haven't. They haven't seen us in <laughs> yeah. a while. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's good or bad, but <laughs> well, I know. Our, um, our channel seems to grow the longer we stay off the air. <laughs> <laughs> Might be something to that. <laughs> Every now and then we got to come back out, show everybody how terrible this show is so that they pay to keep us off the air. <laughs> if people want to pay to keep me off the air, I'll stay off yeah, the air. No kidding. Um, no kidding. Yeah, we miss y'all too, Prepping for Heaven. Yeah, definitely. Um, definitely. So let, 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 me ask, let, me, let me ask you this. Yeah. How was your Thanksgiving? What'd oh, you do? Great. We, uh, besides, we of course. Yeah, we went over to um, some friends of ours who we've been celebrating the holidays with for years. And um, is it the ones that live around the corner from me? It is. It is. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, those people have always invited me into their home. Uh, and they're not Catholic, by the way. They're they're actually Methodists. Um, they have always invited me into their home. They treat me like I'm one of theirs. They treat my wife like she's one of theirs. They're just wonderful, lovely people, and I just really enjoy spending the holidays with them. And they have no obligation to invite me over, but they do anyway, and it's really sweet. Yeah, yeah. What are what are some things that y'all uh, or do y'all have anything that you and your wife usually like to do each year? That's kind of like a tradition, or y'all have? I mean, like it is. It's kind of just it's going over to the bells. That's a, that's a, that's a big part of the tradition. And then uh, she, now she usually will do a Thanksgiving dinner sometime that week for like other family members who we just can't get together on Thursday for some reason. We'll do yeah. like two Thanksgivings. <laughs> Believe it or not, I lost weight last month, which is hard to believe as much as I ate on Thanksgiving. But uh, so, yeah. What about you guys? 
Yeah, so pretty much every year we go to my grandma's and she has like my sister and other family members over. Um, and we just usually hang out there for the day. Um, most years, my wife's side family doesn't do too terribly much on Thanksgiving right now. Hey, what's up, Brick? Brickalicious. Uh, but, but this year was a little bit different. We went to my grandma's <clears throat> that morning <clears throat> or afternoon, like early afternoon, hung out there for a little bit. And then um, we went over to her her parents' house um, because we, um, her grandma from Missouri is in town. We haven't seen her in a while. She actually leaves here in a few days. But uh, we did that, and then um, we hung out with them a little bit that evening. But that evening, we all went to the Sugarland Holiday Light Show at, at the at the ballpark they have there in, in Sugarland. I don't know um, what are they called now. I think the Space, the Space Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, yeah the Space Cowboys. Yeah. So that whole, that's a good time. That that's a good. That's that, a good time. Yeah. So for people that don't know, it's just uh, what are they? Uh, they're one of the farm. League, yeah, they're the uh, they're Houston's double. Yeah, the Houston Houston's double A team. Yeah, yeah, I think they're the double A because of course. Yeah, that's a good time to go to that game. It's not a lot of so, money. Uh, no, no, he, I, I'll probably I'll probably go to the games this year because because one of my sons, I mean, he just loves baseball. Um, oh, that's awesome! That's awesome. I mean, he I mean he's constantly playing it outside by himself or wanting to do what? I mean, he'll he'll watch reruns of baseball games. So, but so, uh, that's cool. But but anyway, we, we went to the Christmas holiday light deal there with with them and walked around for a little bit and then uh came home um after that so it, it was pretty cool it wasn't, wasn't too terribly expensive for everybody to go Our um what are you thankful for this year you know i should have thought about this earlier i knew we were gonna because i'm thinking this. you know gratitude really is the cure for all this negative stuff yeah. i'm feeling you know that, that it occurs to me that that pride is born of selfishness and selfishness is born of self-absorption maybe or something like that. So it's good yeah. to, it's good to get outside yourself a little bit and give some gratitude, you know? Yeah. Um, trying to think of something that's just not so cliche and obvious. Cause I mean, there are things that we're typically always grateful for. And I'm trying to think of something that maybe was, somewhat special to me this year or you know seemed seemed that way um i don't know i i think i think this year i've been kind of not kind of it sounds bad but this year I, i'm really grateful for my dad i guess because uh you know we weren't necessarily real close growing up he worked offshore mm -hmm. and all that and my parents were divorced and everything but i don't know just seemed like the past year a couple years a few years however however long it's been we've uh we've we've grown, I, I feel closer. And, and just this past year, um, it's been more. And I know my dad is always there when you need him, you know, very kind, very generous to anybody he meets. So um, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm generous for my dad. This is not generous. Uh, I have a lot of gratitude for my dad when I really think about it. That's beautiful, man. That was beautiful. Um, yeah, so I, I I do have a lot to be grateful for, and I was actually thinking like because I was driving home, I was like, I've got a pretty great life. Like I I, I mean I, I I'm in this great career that you know I've managed to build for myself, uh, and I have a beautiful wife and this lovely home that I get to live in, and yeah, you know God God don't owe me nothing, but look at all the nice stuff that he let. I mean, for, now he can take it away tomorrow. That's true. But for right now, I mean, he's given me a pretty good life. I can't complain. I'm not rich, yeah. but I'm not starving either, you know? Right. And, uh, yeah, I, I was just, I mean, I got good friends. Um, yeah, things are actually pretty good for me right now, which is mm -hmm. not a place I thought I would have been in in my mid-20s. You know, I thought things were just going to be horrible and difficult for forever. <laughs> yeah, you know, and... And you you talk about gratitude and Thanksgiving, and you mentioned friends. I know that that me and you have been what is this the second third year we've been doing this, and yeah, it almost so, seems yeah. like I mean not again not to sound cliche, but it almost seems like divine providence that we are actually even friends at all. Hmm. Um, to me, um, and I know that I've grown a lot in my faith, that you know, just uh, in knowledge and in. You know, and I also think there's a sense of humor you have to have just in life in general, including, you know, religion and stuff and everything else. And I think you've added added to that with me, not to take things too seriously, um, just in general. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, everybody's heard the story about how we've come together. And and when I think about it, it's kind of like, it's really like, there, there's no reason we should have been talking to each other when we did. Like, no reason at all. You know, Jason, you know, I, we... I, I sense this conversation kind of um, going in a certain direction. And uh, you have something? Well, I just sort of was. Uh, Are you about to pay me back? I was just sort of, you know, wondering if um, it might be time to go to the quiet storm. It sounds like, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. You Ooh, already know. Yeah. You already know what time it is. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> okay. It's the quiet storm. It's, it's the, the quiet qu storm. It's the quiet storm. You're tuned as in with Jason, Mark and Jason. As, as Jason drools all over Mark. <laughs> We're going to be keeping you company all night long. All right. That's enough of that. <laughs> Before Jason goes and makes another intro that ruins my life, makes me have to move to another town, get reconstructive surgery, change my name. You know, it, it, it is odd that you did move not too long after that, that video was released. That's right. And you lived day, in, you, you lived in the body. I don't day, think, I, I don't think they took too kind to your kind. One, one day they're going to find the body of the man whose identity I've stolen. And, you know, <laughs> you'll, you'll learn who the real Mark Robertson was. So <laughs> things I think of, I don't know, man. Like I said, I've had a few drinks tonight. Don't expect much. Uh, how's everybody out there doing? I guess, are you guys? Um, um, yeah. Anybody uh, else? I, I'm, I'm wondering if you guys feel the, you guys seem to keep it live though on Twitter. Y'all are always, up in arms about something which is good because i guess it means you care and like sometimes i get apathetic where i'm just like i don't care anymore <laughs> oh Change i try to sometimes i get too serious but lately i've been trying to just be just have fun with it um as much as possible but what do you think spend too much time by the there. way did you see that the that the congregation for the doctrine of the faith released an, uh, another warning against catholics uh, becoming members of the masonic lodge they re they yeah. issued an they issued another statement about the incompatibility of catholicism with freemasonry oh i i mean i mean i saw that i didn't know what it was in relation so to. so what's going on there man do you ever wonder like what, what no what goes on in the Vatican exactly? <laughs> Not at in all. In one sense, in one sense, we have to adopt every trend that's going on in the world today. And in the next sense, you can't be a Freemason because they're the bad guys, which I agree with. But it's like, I just wonder what the heck is happening sometimes. <laughs> Who's in charge? Who knows? Oh. Um, prepping for heaven said I never joined the Twit. That's. I'm going to start referring to it as twit. <laughs> I think Twitter's bad for your soul, man. Like for I, me I'm personally, not even, it's, it's I'm, not bad even gonna, for my soul. I, I'm not even going to argue about that because I can see, because I've gotten off of it a few times because I felt like it dragged me down too much. It's either, either just through the negativity or through the frustration and anger of just like, Oh, this is just getting so stupid. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just the most insane people in the world saying the most insane things over and over. And then us getting <laughs> mad at them for being insane. And it's like, and we don't even know these people. I don't even know these people. And yeah, and, yeah. Just, it's the dumbest thing. I, I, I've kind of just, I mean, my, my page is still active and every once in a while you'll mention. Oh, I tag you all, all the time. Yeah. Every time that, it, I don't really it, mess still, with it that much. So everybody knows I have a running joke with Mark. Anytime anybody asks for a recommendation or something, they're like, hey, I need an architect, a uh, 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 recommendation for an architect. Hey, I need a plumber. Hey, does anybody need web design? I always tag Mark in every I don't get it. What is the joke? <laughs> I, don't I know. mean, you know, I can really do all those things. Laugh. That's right. It's pretty just, funny. <laughs> just, makes, just makes me laugh every time, and I don't know why. Uh, yeah, and sometimes they'll post like wackadoo articles from BuzzFeed that'll be like, you know, Harvard looking for America's next top scientist. And he'd be like, you know, at Batman Moses or something. <laughs> this guy kills me every time, man. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, now, some, something else. If you're still down for it. What's that? Um, are we still planning on doing a weekly Advent thing? Like we yeah, last year let's talk about Sundays? that. So yeah. we have a tradition on the show where every Sunday of Advent, we come on and just sort of do a little Advent show. They're usually not very long. I think we do them about 30 minutes. Yeah, about half an hour. And we, 
I know, I know last year, you know, like during the first episode, we talked about either devotions or penances or all, you know, sacrifices that we were going to do during the Advent. It was kind of an accountability, like check in, how do we do this week? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So and then it's I, just a fun I, way to get back together and, and pre- prepare for the coming of our Lord. And maybe Advent is maybe, maybe our Lord allowed me to, um, to fall back into this sort of slump because Advent is a great time for conversion. I mean, it's just, it's built into the whole spirit of the season, you know, prepare the way of the Lord. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. What it must have been like to, 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 to stand at the banks of the Jordan river and hear John the Baptist say something like that. And to, and to know that it's true. Yeah. To know that the Messiah walks among you and you don't know who he is yet. That would, that stirs the soul. I'm sorry. That's exciting. So, so not to stir up any controversy, but there's been controversy on Twitter. Who's the, um, who do you think is the second greatest saint, but, uh, uh, besides the Virgin Mary, is it St. John the Baptist or is it St. Joseph? That debate has been raging. Really? Between certain people. Yeah. May I, may I make, may I make a weird argument and I'm man, we're about to lose the show. <laughs> we're about fun. to lose the show. You know what? Me in and terms you from the of very see- be- me, real quick, me and you yeah. from the very beginning have been fine with yelling in the void. In terms of saints that have had the biggest impact on Catholic spirituality, obviously the Virgin Mary is the first. Thank you, lady. And I'm sorry, in my opinion, there has been yeah. no saint yet in the history of the church that has had a big an impact on the church in both his time and ever since than St. Francis of Assisi. You have no idea the impact. Francis of Assisi, there are many people who believe that Francis of Assisi was the <laughs> next, ho- was the whole was the holiest man next to St. Joseph. How do I put music on? How do I put sad music? This thing is shut down. This show is gone. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of music, I want to play something by, for you guys. But, yeah, yeah, good. yeah, I... I I do want to talk about your St. Francis of Assisi, but I, I, I want to get back to this this yes. person in a minute. Yes. Just 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 see what they don't really understand about Advent. Maybe we yes, can let's do that. Um so, so Advent is, is yeah. Hey Iggy. Um yeah, thanks for the great question. Advent, as I've always understood it, um, is the liturgical season directly that that precedes Christmas. It is the beginning of the liturgical new year, and essentially it is four weeks of like a mini Lent. It's not quite Lent, but it is a penitential season, but there's also kind of a lot of joy associated with it. Especially traditionally, right? Yeah. Traditionally, there, there was more fasting and, and, and other type things. Uh, yeah. Like the, I don't believe that, that, that the church puts any specific penances on us during Advent like mm-hmm. she does in Lent. But um, it, it is considered, and the reason it's four weeks is it commemorates the 4,000 years that the, that the Israelites waited for the Messiah. So it, there's a it's it's four weeks of anticipation, and then they sing, you know, "Come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel." So it sort of symbolizes that. I don't know if that's that's the way I've always understood it. So he he, he uh, Iggy, I'm not he or she is asking like, what are we waiting for? Uh, the coming the coming of the Messiah. Uh, so like, if you were if you know from the from the earliest days of the of the revelation of the Torah to Moses. The Jewish people had waited for the greatest event that will ever happen in the history of their existence, and that is the coming of the of the Savior, the one who will rescue them, the Mashiach. And if you lived in first century Palestine, there was a feeling in the air that he could come any moment. There was just sort of this, it was a it was it was the moment. People could tell. He walked among us, but we didn't know who he was yet. And if you think about that. Um, Jesus of Nazareth, there is really no reason you should know who he was other than the fact that he was who he said he was. How many other first century Palestinian Jewish carpenters names do you know? (laughs) I mean, there, there should, if he isn't who he says he is, there really should be no reason anybody should even know his name. He's the most famous person who has ever existed anywhere. He is the most famous Jew who has ever existed anywhere. He is a claimant to the messianic throne. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's what you we're know, waiting for. It's the, it's the greatest moment uh, in all of human say, history. It's the coming of Messiah. You say the most famous Jew, but my uh, my YouTube channel is trying to convert me to Islam, and they say he is Muslim. <laughs> for some reason, once again, yeah. I'm getting nonstop. I'm getting a lot of those, Islam too. Islam today I learned. Today I learned. And oh, if, if if there are Muslims this, in the audience, please quick, correct lady, me if I'm wrong. But um, Lady of South Texas, this is not an. I guess it can be an advent calendar. It's just countdown to Christmas, so I I guess it is an advent calendar. Never mind. Yeah, in a sense. Today okay, I learned. Anyway, that what did is, you learn today? Islam does not believe in the immortality of the human soul. So, it, by the way, if there are any Muslims that listen to this show, and I doubt there are, but if there are, and you want to correct me in the chat, let me know. But as I understand it now, the only being that is eternal supposedly is Allah. Okay. The angels will die apparently some someday. Now what happens to them when they die? Well, they either have an immortal soul in which case they won't die or there is no immortality. I think it's the latter. That's bizarre to me. Like you believe in an I, afterlife, I but you that. believe that that afterlife will end one day. Like it's not an eternal. Yeah. I haven't heard that before. I don't know if it's true or not. I think that's where, what where, I where did you hear that? Did somebody tell you or did you see it? Like no, I, 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 I read it from an imam who said something like that in a speech he gave at uh, ask, St. I Louis mean, University. I, so, I mean, I, I have daily contact with actually quite a few Muslims every day in the Middle East. I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask one of them. And you're on the FBI watch list. Thanks to our show. Please. Thank you for joining <laughs> us. Um, hey, if we have, if we haven't <laughs> been on the list yet, we so oh man, work. we probably live on the list. Yeah, that's why and, I stay off Twitter. I don't want to get on any government lists, man. And and um, you're too late. Um, especially especially since you took over Anthony's old account, you were definitely on <laughs> that's the list. true. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but Lisa, thanks for tuning in. Is this your first time um, tuning into the show here? You know, uh, kind of curious. How many people are with? Oh, 12, 12 folks are watching. That's great. That's good to see y'all. Is it twelve? Yeah. I can't see. I can't see a blessed thing without my glasses. I'm getting so old, Jace. Yeah, we're at twelve. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm almost like fully deaf in both ears. I'm gonna have to uh, get hearing aids uh, for both ears here pretty soon, probably in the next two or three years. Uh, yeah. Why just two or three years? Uh, my 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 hearing is going apparently now i i have noticed it's a little bit more difficult to hear people sometimes in some tones yeah but i went to see the audiologist and he was like yeah you're here you're, you're, you're not gonna go deaf or whatever but you you are gonna lose significant hearing here you know mm -hmm. the next few years or whatever so you might want to think about um you know hearing aid devices and yeah. And that's another one like that didn't sit well with me because now I have to admit that I'm, I'm, my body's going to get old and corrupt that I'm, my body is going to have to suffer the wages of sin. And I don't want that. And I don't like that. So I'm going to pretend <laughs> you know, I'm going to throw, we were, a, I'm going to throw a temper tantrum and say, no, speaking, no of not that, me. speaking of that, when we were younger, you remember, we always heard about older people talking about, they thought about death more. They did. And you're like, oh, that's, that's forever. I ain't worried about that. But I'm 41 years old, and let's just say that death the, death crosses my mind more than it usually, or, or more than it ever has. Oh man, wait, wait, Jason, and I don't say this with any joy, man. Wait till your dad passes away. You are gonna get weird. You are gonna go into you, your own mortality. You will be able to see it in the mirror, man, and it will scare the hell out of you. You will become a strange duck. You'll become the guy who sits at the park and, you know, stares blissfully at the lake and feeds the ducks. I mean, <laughs> now, one thing that I am looking forward to, if if God allows me to live to be an elderly person, mm -hmm. is being able to say and judge people however I want out loud. And that, no, everybody just ignore me and like, oh, that's just old grandpa just being crazy. Listen, I can't wait. I can't wait for your, I can't wait when your kids are like married and they have their own families and they're explaining. Now, grandpa was born in a different time. And, and in that time and in that place, those words were allowed. They're like, didn't grandpa grow up in the nineties? I mean, there are words now that, that when we said in high school that are <laughs> technically aren't allowed anymore. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, none of them were allowed, man. Uh, look at how many great movies that are out there that just could not be made now. There's no way. 
I don't think they could do the office now. No, no, absolutely. That's too problematic, you know? What was I watching the other day? I was like, there is, oh, okay, well, now you may agree and people may agree, and I don't necessarily disagree with it either, but I was listening to Hank Williams Jr. on Amazon Music, and, you know, I just had the playlist going, and then one of his songs came up that was uh, at the Southwood of One. I was like, no way he makes this song today and gets away with it. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever heard that. Song. I don't know that one. What is that one? If the South would have won, I mean, oh yeah, yeah Hank, Hank, Hank. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah Hank Williams Jr. Yeah, I'm like, there's no way, there's oh, no the Dukes way. Of Hazard. Well, they've they've already been up in arms about shows like that. Of course, the Dukes. I never really did like that show anyway. I never thought that was never seen it. I used to like Chips. Out of my '70s TV shows, Chips was the one that I liked. Yeah. But um, no, yeah. but even The Office. I mean, made in what the early 2000s. There's no way. No way. Or, or, or what was it? Even even in the early 2000 teens, I think was it. When did the office stop? But there's no way you could do that. Like I, I was watching. Was, I think um, it stopped in 2012, didn't it? Like I was watching the. I was watching the Biddy Hanna Christmas episode the other day where Dude. he had to mark the girl, and I'm like, "How do you get away with that today?" What? Oh I, I yeah, mean, that, that yeah. Gone? But that was hilarious. Dude. And the way. And he Dowie just surreptitiously sort of did. <laughs> but see, but see, here's the thing about it. He they do it and they make jokes about this, but ultimately the joke isn't in the the racism or, or or the sexism or whatever. The joke is on the person for being an idiot. Yeah, the joke is that Michael is an idiot. He's an idiot, he, yes. He's an ass. And that's that's kind of the he has he has a weird sense of he has no sense of social awareness, and that's the joke, no, you know. Not at all. Not at all. Uh but anyway, yeah, no, that yeah, you I don't think you could do that show like that. No. Everything there is no there are no good shows. Actually, no, that's not true. There are some good things, and that's I'm glad we wrote them up because um I've been wanting to talk about this. Okay. If any of you have MGM, the MGM channel on your prime streaming or whatever, the MGM original docu-series are amazing. I saw like one recent I saw one recently on the Amityville thing the Amityville house. And it said the, the book and the movie totally blew that story way out of proportion, but something evil was happening in that house. And George Lutz used to play with the Ouija boards and everything. And that's how the thing got, and he was into transcendental meditation and stuff. And that's how it got into the house. Um, but it was, a, it was a creepy documentary. And after I was done watching it, man, I had to rethink about that. Cause I never really did believe in like haunted houses and stuff like that. But that, that one kind of got to me a little bit pretty good. Well, yeah, I, I never really believed in all that stuff, to be honest. I became Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've never seen a ghost or uh, or, or had any kind of, uh, you know, overtly supernatural kind of experience that I can, no. you know, just in internal stuff about, you know, spirituality or whatever, but nothing, um, you know, Did nothing you tangible. Okay, so people that have seen our old ep- some of our old episodes, we we went and saw Nefarious together, right? Yeah. I ever tell you about what happened when I came home? Like not no. that night, but maybe a night or two later. So the the we, me and my wife talked about the movie, and we were talking to our kids about Ouija boards, how to stay away from them, and all these other things. Because I had also listened to the Exorcist files around that time, and I'd heard that episode about that boy. He didn't play the Ouija board, but he was near it, and then. Um, and then you know he was tempted that night, and he he said yes to the to the demon, right? Uh-huh. And uh, so I was like, if you see one, just leave. If you're at a friend's house, just call us. We'll come. You know, just stay away from other. Nothing comes from staying around that stuff, right? And we're standing in the front hall right here. All of a sudden, I kid you not, the light flickers as we're talking about it. Oh, uh, uh-uh. absolutely <laughs> not, no, sir. My wife I, is like, I got Father Van Fleet on speed dial, and I don't give a damn if it's three a.m. <laughs> I will wake that man up. And but I will me, be like, I'm like, you can okay, get dressed just... while I'm on my way to come and get you. You don't have to worry I'm about a... driving. I was like, I was like, no, no, it's just coincidence. Just coincidence. It's it's fine. Get your books. Done anything? Get the old. But my wife, but my, but my wife was freaked out about it, and I was like, it's, it's fine. Uh uh-uh. uh No sir, no sir. That's all you. Okay. That's you all you, what? player. We're gonna if Angela wants to talk about this, we're gonna have to bring her on sometime to talk about this. Yeah, for sure. I'd I'd love that. I'd love that because I I am open to hearing about that because 
I have, oh, yeah. I have heard people's stories and I have to tell you that to hear the Lutzes themselves talk about their experiences, which were very different than what was portrayed in the book and the movie, which was ridiculous um, to hear them tell their experiences. I, I find them to be believable in the, just the way they present the information. They experienced something. They, they certainly believe they experienced something. So I'm open Same. to that. And I, I like hearing about that kind of stuff because I, yeah. I will admit that I don't know everything. I, and just because I haven't had an experience doesn't mean they're not real. I mean, I don't know anything about the, the Amityville stuff. Um, the, the, the documentaries I've actually been watching lately are just kind of sports related. I watched the Barry Sanders. I watched the one. That was a good one. The Barry Sanders and the, and the, uh, who did he have the beef with it? Uh, Troy, was it Troy Eggman? I don't know. I don't remember any beef he talked about in it. No, there was some, no. I don't, I don't think know. Barry Sanders really had any beef with anybody because he just didn't care. Yeah. Well, because that was, like, I, that just, was, I think, the issue was I think Troy Aikman had a problem with the way practices were just sort of. Uh, he wasn't. Uh, am I thinking of the right guy? Or am I thinking of Schweitzer? Uh, I don't think you're talking about Barry Sanders because Barry Sanders. It doesn't seem like the type of guy to really have beef with anybody. Yeah, I can't remember, but that was a good doc. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you, yeah, did you watch was, the one I, on Johnny Manziel? Yeah, definitely saw that one, of course. That one um, that one was controversial. A lot of people didn't like that one. They didn't think they did a very good job of portraying him. But I mean, whatever. I mean, A&M will be a perennial uh, mid-level team forever. Nothing, nothing's going to change there. It only changed for a couple of years while Manziel was there. So other than that, but yeah, I watched that because I mean that's where I went to school. Um, yeah, you know I watched the one on the Florida Gators, which there's actually a funny part of that that um, that show because Urban My uh, Urban Meyer comes in and he he has a guy the guys basically wrestle each other till because they had to, they had to crawl across this mat and they had to do whatever they could to get across the mat right. Mm -hmm. And uh, they had an opponent that was on their back that was supposed to stop them. And they're like, oh, this is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Oh, my gosh. It was it was brutal. And I'm watching it, and I'm like, you're wrestling. Yeah. Like, like yeah. The, the guy starts on their back, and he has to <laughs> keep it from going. I'm like, if you know how to wrestle, you're going to throw in double legs, pop in your hip, and you, you can just sit there without even using your arms, holding the guy down until time expires. But it was just funny because I'm like, you guys, and I don't disagree. It is by far the hardest thing they've probably ever done. And, and these are elite level athletes, you know. But mm -hmm. anyway, I, I don't know what that has to do with Tex Cathedral, but <laughs> <laughs> cool story, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was great. We're talking about documentaries. You're talking about the different documentaries yeah, that we watched. Yeah, but so, I've watched a few and, of the other ones. Like I, I I watched one on the Iran Contra affair. It's fascinating. I mean, those are just on, really on good, well, well done MGM original docu series. They had one about the Manson family, which was fascinating and terrifying. Uh, <laughs> they had one well, about, uh, I remember all these other things, but they were pretty cool. Well, I, I watched, I tried to watch one on Netflix about um, mysteries of the faith or something like that. I was texting you. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that because I, I, that's in my and, queue. And tell me. Tell me about that because that's I, in my I, there's, I think there, I think there's four episodes. I watched the first. I was kind of bored with it. Um, the, I mean, they're out of the out of the hour or so show that it was 45 minutes, however long it was. There was there was like a couple parts that were interesting. The rest of it, I just I was honestly just kind of bored with. So I didn't finish the others. Um, it seems like a topic that's like a good topic. I just don't think that Netflix would do it very well. Now I will say I was worried that Netflix was going to sway and be like just over the top anti-religion, but really wasn't like that. I mean, it was just some of the people in there where you're just run of the mill. Like Rob, what's boring? I, I'm I'm curious. What? Because uh, are you talking about the TV? Uh, TV is boring to Rob. Yeah. Oh yeah. T well, I think TV is terrible. <laughs> um, um, I was no, talking about it, this it, earlier. Like network TV is dead, man. No, I, I wouldn't even. Like I said, I, I didn't think Mr. And, and I was hoping it would be good because I was like, man, it's finally something. Yeah. Oh, I think they might be talking about Nefarious. Which Netflix one? series. Oh, oh, you're talking about the Mysteries of the Faith. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. No, Nefarious, 
I'll, I'll argue with anybody. That was a freaking good movie. Dude, that movie, that movie scared the hell out of me. And there was no jump scares. There were no monsters. No, like there was no gore. I think it was so scary because it was more realistic than all these other yeah, uh, it possession devil, type movies. Because it's about the devil, dude. We're terrified of the devil. We, I mean, you know that Exorcist is the highest grossing horror movie of all time? And many people to this day consider it the most terrifying film of all time. Because it's about the devil, man. I've never seen it. <laughs> Nobody wants to get caught slipping with that guy. And and the Catholic Church is really the only religion you can do on film that you can actually show fighting the devil, you know? So we get a lot of airtime for that, which I think has overall been good for the Catholic Church. Yeah. I think the exorcist was a was a was an indictment of modern Catholicism, quite frankly, but yeah, I, I brick, I, I, I do too. It is such a well There's done movie. You, There's something wrong with you, brick. Oh, no, that's, that's messed up. Too. No way, man. I did not. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, like usually horror movies are not very good movies. You know, they're kind of that's uh, why I don't. They're like kind of funny movies. for their cheesiness, right? Like in a lot of yeah. cases, you're like, oh my gosh. The thing about The Exorcist, which is kind of strange, is it has this weird quality where it is a horror movie, and it's actually just a good. It's a well-done motion picture. The storyline makes sense. The cinematography is good. The casting was right. And it's just a weird amalgamation of that. The, the Exorcist The Exorcist was a horror movie that won Oscars. Yeah. Like, yeah, you've never seen that, you know? So We will never ban Brick Margo. Never, never. Love Brick. Brick's Alicious. our boy. Brick's my boy. You I like boy how Brick? We, I, I, I like how when we met him in Steubenville, we didn't even call him Brian. We are just like, hey, Brick. What's, yeah, I didn't like, even that became dude, has become his name. To, to I found else. out, I found out his name was Brian five seconds ago when you just said it. I didn't even know he had a name. I thought he was just Brickalicious. That's what I've always called him. Uh, well, we're coming up on an hour. You said you had a tight hour. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can't. What do you got going on that's so important? I mean, you can't make a little time for your boy over here. I mean, uh, I can't. <laughs> no, dude, I, I'm, I'm giving you a hard time. So, um, no, but uh, I mean, I mean, there's a lot of other things I, I was gonna, I was wanting to talk about, but I don't really want to uh, take up a lot of the topic for Sunday's episode okay. um, about Advent because you know, kind of save what we're gonna do, what our plans are, and all that for for that for that weekly episode, but uh do you do you ha have you thought about what you're planning on doing um for devotions or sacrifices or anything no you don't have to get I, into I, it. I just want to know if you're still thinking about I it. i do well i i do need i i haven't been thinking about it but you know i yeah it's coming up here and it's on sunday so uh yeah okay I would probably, i'll, I mean, I'll, I'll come up with something that's, that's good i see this is why i need to talk to you more often you kind of I have a tendency. I'm like I'm like one of those oars at sea. You give me a minute by myself, and my butt will drift out to sea. I need you to kind of anchor me in. Well, how, how about this? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll volunteer you for one thing to do with me through Advent. All right, what's that? Do do the daily office each day, even if you don't have the book. It's on the internet. Which, which hours? The the morning and evening prayers from More, the uh, uh, louds and vespers. Yeah, well, uh, I, th I think they call it matins and even song. I think. Oh, okay. So matins is yeah in the in the in the Roman rite, the matins is usually like the 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 middle of the night prayer. Although it's, it's oh well, maybe 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 I'm saying the wrong one. But anyway, it's just morning and evening prayer. And on the website, they talk about praying it around. I think uh, seven forty-five in the morning, and then five forty-five on the even song. Um, but yeah, out of the ordinary, I mean, I, like I said, I mean, if you well, want something, we can do that together. I, I can tell you something and, and this, and this, you better hear my wife just finished a week long jury trial where she was the prosecutor. So she's first chair on that trial. So she's bringing the suit. So she doesn't get to just kick back and, you know, defend her client. She's got to prove up the case. So, so basically when you're a prosecutor, every hour of jury time requires well, not every day of, of jury trial requires two or three days. Sorry, sorry. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's exactly what happened. Exactly sorry, what happened. I'm, not I'm not trying to take away from that. <laughs> so I haven't seen my wife in like two weeks. I mean, I have, but <laughs> we haven't really, you know, spent much time together or whatever. So. Uh, yeah. this is our first weekend where we're, we're both, uh, kind of over the jury trial thing. And so 
uh, I'm going to sleep in tomorrow morning. I'm, I'm not even going to make it up, dude. I'm just going to, I'm getting up like at 10 in the morning or something. It's going to be great. I'm, I'm treating myself. I don't care. Oh, I had somebody in one of our old videos make a comment recently. I'm, I'm assuming they're talking about me. I don't know. Maybe they're talking about you. But they, they called one of us a Catholic Jeff Durbin. I don't know if that's an insult. Who is that? Or a compliment. He's, uh, you know, James White. He's a, he's a, I think he's a Calvinist, uh, Jeff Durbin. He's a Calvinist with apologia or whatever it is, uh, media. Mm, um, no, I, I don't keep up with Protestant media. I barely can <laughs> keep up with Catholic media. So let me, let me share my screen real quick. Hang on. Okay. Let's see. Saying that you looked like him or you talked no, like him? No, or no, 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 no. I was just going to show you this. Um, actually, I need, so. Oh, okay. Okay. So for people that hang on, let me, let me fix my screen here. Uh, go this way. So yeah, when you're, when you're on here, basically every day it has morning and evening prayer. So, you know, here's the morning prayers from today and you can even do more. It has down here, but it just walks you through it. And, uh, that is too cool. And then the, the layout's kind of funky a little bit on here. So if you don't like that, you can do the print the booklet. And then wow. it'll be it'll be nicer for you. Wow, you know? that's cool. Um, huh. And then the the cool thing about it is that I've recently found out is like if you're going on here and you want to uh, you want to do the chant or whatever, you can click on it and it'll it'll bring up the music. I need to find out where it is. Click to restore. So like if you wanted to. Uh, following maybe sung so you if you don't if you say hey i don't want this one it'll hide it for you um i'm trying to find one where it had the music and then it does the psalms you can either do a 30-day cycle or seven of the seven week cycle hey so like, me, you know i want to play some music for you i found this beautiful piece of church music okay so just just listen to this and imagine oh, no. imagine this hymn as a communion hymn while people are receiving our lord Isn't that amazing? You know, I, I thought you were going to have a joke going on, but you're being serious. <laughs> I'm serious. I saw it, man. I heard this. I almost cried. This is a, this is beautiful. That's nice. How do they get the voices to do that where they, they come in at just the right time? I'm amazed by that. People who can do that. It, I don't know. Yeah. There's something so beautiful about this, and you have to wonder about people who want to get rid of it. So, I'm going to close this one real quick. But yeah, I mean, you can go on here, and like I said, it'll. If you want the the music to the chants, it'll. You just click on it; it'll give it to you. If you want to, you know, you can do the psalms on a 30 day cycle, or you can do it. Where is it? You can do them on a uh, right here. You can do them, so the 30 days just started over today, or you can do it on a seven week cycle. So it's just kind of cool. Cool. All right. I'll get. I'll. I'll think about it. Um. Just. I don't know. Just do something a little bit differently. Absolutely. All right, ma'am. Well, we're coming up on an hour, and I know you got to get out of here. So I want to thank everybody for joining us and coming and spending some time with your old buddies, Mark and Jason, over at Text Catherine, who don't talk to people, don't 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 keep in touch enough. So. We will try to correct that. I'm sorry, guys, but we'll be uh, we'll be on every week for Advent. So, yeah, I mean, uh, life gets in the way sometimes, and sometimes to be just honest, I know for me, just kind of lazy. It's good seeing you guys too, man. We we, we really miss you guys, and uh, yeah, for for me, I just need to compartmentalize work a little bit more and uh, make some make some time for God. So. All right, my brother. Well, that's all I got. Um, until then, be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. And life is short, but it's shorter. Life is hard, but it's harder when you don't pray the rosary. And it's also short, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks very much for joining us. And uh, we'll catch you all next time.